Hello, Jags Nation. Welcome to the Teal Tongue Podcast, hosted by yours truly, the Teal Deal, Jacob Nichols. Welcome to episode three of the Teal Tongue Podcast. Today we're going to continue talking about the free agent additions that the Jaguars have added uh, so far in this offseason. Um, today we're going to be talking about Al Woods, um, the defensive tackle who played last season for Seattle. Al Woods has had a very interesting career um, up until this point, a uh, very long career. He's 33 years old, um, so definitely more of a, a gap filler for Jacksonville, if you will, um, in, more may, in more ways than one. Um, but yeah, he's 33 years old. Um, he's out of LSU. Uh, he was drafted in 2010 by the hometown New Orleans Saints. Um, so I'm sure that was a huge thrill, um, for him coming out of college. Uh, unfortunately, um, he was cut before that season even started. He had, uh, quite, quite an odd career, um, up until now, he was drafted in 2010, as I said, but he never really caught on to a roster and saw significant playing time until the 2017-2018 season uh, when he signed with the Indianapolis Colts. He was signed as depth at the time, but come week one, he had won the starting job. He started all 16 games that year, um, and which was his best career season to point. Uh, he had 44 tackles and a sack. Um, as many of you know, I'm sure if you listen to this podcast, uh, defensive tackle stats can be misleading. Um, as a defensive tackle, your main main job is to attract the attention of those interior offensive linemen and fill up those running gaps. Uh, and he does a hell of a job at that. Uh, he is 6'4", 330 pounds, uh, so he's going to fill a humongous need for Jacksonville. Um, he's a big boy in that middle, and he definitely fills up those gaps. Uh, following his career year in 2017, 2018 with the Colts, um, one more season with the Colts, 2018, 2019. Um, unfortunately, he sustained an injury um, that season that knocked him out for the rest of the year. Then going into last year, he signed a contract with the Seattle Seahawks. Um, very interesting year. Um, I believe he was very undervalued by Seattle. Um, looking at the numbers, we'll dive a little bit more into the numbers uh, a little bit later on in the episode um, so we get more of a gist of what I'm referring to. Uh, but yeah, last year he signed a one-year contract with Seattle um, as a depth piece uh, for Seattle's D-line. Um, didn't... Did not end up winning the starting job there. Seattle has pretty decent interior defensive line. Um, interesting tidbit about Al Woods. Uh, towards the end of last season, uh, on December 20th to be exact, uh, he was suspended for four games um, for violating the substance abuse policy. Um, but, you know, not a big deal in my book. Reinstated January 20th. He missed the last two regular season games. Um, also missed the playoff games, the two playoff games. Didn't play any of those, um, unfortunately. So last season he had uh, one sack, two fumble recoveries, 32 tackles. Um, played on about 42% of the snaps for Seattle. Um, 
he was mainly a, a rushing, rushing down uh, force in, in that interior defensive line for them. Um, he was a huge part of Seattle's run defense last year. Um, as I as I just said, he was very undervalued. Um, and I I think that I know some Jaguar fans are excited about the Al Wood signing, but I am very excited about this signing. Um, not quite as much as the Schobert signing, but uh, he's a close second. Um, Al Woods is he is going to change this Jaguars defense. Um, as we struggled in the run last year, we were one of the worst run defenses in the league. Uh, and Al Woods has the tools to change that. Al Woods' strengths line up exactly with what the Jaguars were looking for entering this offseason. Uh, many people believe that the Jaguars are entering another rebuild. Um, I don't believe that to be the case. Um, yes, I know we got rid of some veteran players, but uh, I believe that that was more to free up room to bring in guys to fill holes that needed to be filled that we couldn't otherwise do um, thanks to some bad decisions uh, last couple off seasons. Um, probably the biggest one being Nick Foles. As you'll catch on, I'm not the biggest Nick Foles fan, never has. Uh, wasn't a fan of him last year when the Jaguars decided to bring him in. Uh, but that's a story for another time. So, Atwood's his biggest strength, in my opinion, is his size. As I mentioned earlier, 6'4", 330 pounds. You can't coach that. You can't teach that. There's no other way. You just have to have that size. He is a monster in the middle. He's not going to be moved easily. He's not going to be knocked off the line. Um, and that's what you want. And that's what the Jaguars need in the middle of that line. Um, predominantly plays as a 3-4 a, a defense. Um, he is more of a nose tackle. Um, likes to line up on the center. Uh, interesting thing for me is having a guy that's played in a 3-4 the majority of his career and where he excels um, and the Jaguars not playing a 3-4, maybe Todd Walsh is going to mix some things up, finally. Uh, I know I, I've been begging for it for quite some time. I know a lot of us have. Um, so maybe Todd Walsh has some wrinkles he's going to throw in this year. Uh, we'll see. Um, and as I mentioned, as I've already mentioned several times, the biggest strength to Alwood's game is that run stuffing. He's a run stuffer. You're not going to run the football with Alwoods in the game. Uh, watching his tape, um, he he knocks the center back. Um, a lot of the plays, the center gets knocked back. Uh, he'll knock the center back into the fullback, um, sometimes into the quarterback, into the hole. Uh, he, he disrupts the other team's run game, and that's exactly what Jacksonville needed. Um I know that a lot of people think that Al Woods was just brought in for depth, but I think he's going to see more of the field than a lot of us are anticipating. Um, and for the sake of our defense, I hope that he does. Um, I know he's 33 years old, uh, but he seems to be one of these players that has uh, peaked at his older age. Um, when he was younger, uh, his work ethic was knocked a little bit, and it seems that maybe as he's grown older, he's realized that to stay in the league – 
to get on the field, you got to put that effort in. Um, and speaking of another strength, watching his tape from the last couple years, I didn't watch any tape past his first year um, in Indianapolis. So uh, was that 2017, 2018 season? Uh, that's as far back as I went. Uh, but this guy does not lack effort on the football field. Um, there was a handful of plays um, from his last few seasons where he came from the line of scrimmage and made a tackle 10 or 15 yards downfield. He doesn't quit on plays, and that's something you love to see. Uh, maybe if we, <laughs> we had a few more guys um, playing at Tennessee the last couple years, uh, Derrick Henry wouldn't have ran all over us. So uh, here's the hope in Al Woods. Uh, stuffs Derrick Henry this season. We would love to see that. Um, another strength goes hand-in-hand with his size um, and with run defense, but he clogs up the rushing lanes. He does his job every snap. Um, he knows what he's supposed to do, and he does it. Uh, if his job is to fill the A-gap, he's going to fill the A-gap. He's not going to miss assignments. He's going to do what he has to do. He's not going to get knocked off the ball. And that's something you want from that defensive tackle, um, nose tackle. And all in all, Alwood's strengths are everything that Jacksonville didn't have on that defensive line last season. As we know, no player in any sport, in any league, is perfect, uh, no matter how good they are. Uh, Khalil Mack, if you watch enough game tape, you're going to see Khalil make a mistake. Uh, Chris Jones in Kansas City, if you watch enough tape, you're going to see him make a mistake. Uh, it's just part of human nature. Nobody's perfect. You're going to make a mistake. So obviously Al Woods has some weaknesses. Um, these weaknesses I'm going to list, because that list, um, when you watch tape, it's kind of difficult uh, unless you spend days upon days watching tape on the same player. Uh, it's kind of difficult to pick out his weaknesses because if you're, if you're just watching plays where he makes the plays, all you're going to see is the good. Um, so I tried to go back and watch some plays where he was on the field and not necessarily involved in every play. Um, so what I came up with is uh, sometimes he has a tendency to stand not straight up, but his pads are a little bit higher uh, than they should be, um, which doesn't cause him to get pushed back per se, but it does cause him to get pushed more straight up, which means he can't get to that gap or he can't push that center back as he usually will. But these are few and far between. Um, he is a big guy. Um, I did notice on a couple plays, I don't want to say he was taking plays off, um, but seemed a play here or there, which you get this from every player. Couple plays a game. I mean, they're gassed. They're sucking for air. They're giving you what they have. But when you go back and watch the tape, you don't pick up on those things. Uh, so it seemed to be a, a play here or there where he was a little slow getting off the ball. Um, but for the most part, when he fires off that ball, he's going to be in the center's face and he's going to push him off the line of scrimmage. Um, I don't have too much on the weaknesses for Al Woods. Um, Early on in his career, the majority of his weaknesses were going to be off-the-field stuff and his work ethic, but as I mentioned, he has completely turned that around and 
seems to be loved in the locker room of the teams he on teams he has been on. Uh, seems like a great guy, so I don't have many weaknesses for him. Uh, as I stated earlier, I am super excited about this Al Wood signing, and uh, I believe that his importance to this Jaguar defense is right there with Schobert. Um, I think Schobert, that Schobert signing is huge. I think Schobert's that number one uh, guy on the defense this year. Um, as we talked about, Schobert has showed a little bit of inconsistency. So I think our defense will come and go with Schobert this year. But Al Woods, I believe, that run game will come and go with Al Woods. Um, and from what I'm seeing, what I've seen on tape, um, Al, that run game for the other team is, it's going to be going more than it is coming towards us because Al Woods is just a monster in the middle. And uh, I think he's going to drastically improve this Jaguars run defense. So what exactly is Al Woods bringing to the Jacksonville Jaguars defense uh, in this upcoming 2020 season? We need some beef up front. And he does just that. He checks off every box you could ever want in a defensive tackle. Um, He's got he's got that dog mentality. Al Woods is he's gritty. Um, he doesn't have a problem doing the dirty things. He has no issue with not showing up on the stat sheet. Um, he's gonna do what you ask him to do. He's gonna fill the gap you ask him to fill. Uh, he's just a disruptor of that interior offensive line. As we we talked about last episode. Uh, the Jaguars were horrid with the run game last year. 5.1 yards per touch for opposing running backs. 5.1 yards. So, if you just go, if a team is running the ball on first down, every first down of the game, they, they run the ball. That's five yards. Second and five every time. If you have a team who is averaging a second and five throughout the game, more than likely they're going to win that football game. When you have two plays to go five yards, you have a very good chance of getting that first down. Um, so I think Al Woods is going to bring that number way down. Uh, as I mentioned yesterday, I think the Jaguars have the potential to be a top half of the league defense, uh, maybe peaking somewhere around 12, 11 or 12. And Al Woods, predominantly right now, uh, I'll have maybe change my opinion on this uh, once camp gets started, if camp gets started, whatever that is. Um, I think he's going to be predominantly in on rundowns, um, on downs where you expect the other team to run the ball. I think we'll see Al Woods out there. Um, we also still have Taven, Taven Bryan who could take some snaps away from Al Woods, or I guess it would be Al Woods taking snaps away from him. Uh, it's going to be very interesting to see how the coaching staff handles the Taven and Al. Um, I don't know if we can call it a camp battle. I'm sure no matter what, they're both going to be splitting snaps. But does Taven get that nod throughout the season uh, because he was drafted? We know that Caldwell loves the guys that he drafts. Uh, he's stubborn on moving on from them. 
So it'll be interesting to see if Al Woods goes out there and clearly outperforms Taven. Uh, if he gets the, the lion's share of the snaps or if they're going to be split no matter what the outcome is. So uh, I'll be super interested to see that uh, once camp and uh, preseason and week one, first couple weeks of the season roll around. Another thing that Al Woods is going to bring to this defense is you don't block Al Woods with one lineman. If you're going to neutralize, neutralize Al Woods at the very least, you're not going to dominate him. You're not going to push Al Woods off that line of scrimmage. But if you're going to neutralize him and give your running back any type of light to burst through that interior line, uh, it's going to take two guys at least. Um, when I was watching tape, I noticed a lot of Al Woods, basically every play of the game is lined up on the center. His first contact with the center, and that guard usually cracks down on him uh, automatically. So it'll be really interesting to see how that affects the rest of that Jaguars defensive line. I know there's been a lot of talk this offseason about uh, what what is Josh Allen going to look like um, now that there's a very good chance Yannick is not going to put a Jaguars uniform on again. Uh, does that affect Josh Allen's play this year? Uh, as many of you know, if you keep up with players, post-game interviews, uh, Josh Allen was very sure last season to make sure that he pointed out his teammates, um, Yannick specifically. Um, when Allen would come up with a big sack, he would always mention the fact that he was able to bring the quarterback down, get that sack because of a stunt by Yannick. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what Josh Allen can do when he's that main edge rusher. Uh, I think it'll take a little bit of pressure off of him when you have uh, that hog molly in the middle that's going to take two of those interior offensive line to neutralize. That's going to be it for today's episode of the Teal Tongue Podcast. Uh, if you like what you hear, head on over to Twitter and you can give me a follow at jnick95. That's going to be J-N-I-C-H 95. Um, see all my Jaguars takes on there. Um, you all see a little bit of Orlando Magic and uh, UCF Knights stuff. Uh, a lot of Atlanta United stuff. Super big into sports. But uh, yeah, thank you for listening. And like I said, if you like what you hear, head on over to Twitter and give me a follow at jnich 95.